Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Rachel. Yes, I'm here. Hey, Rachel. I'm sorry. I sometimes <clears throat> I have connectivity problems uh, with the show. If you, anybody's listening, I'm sorry. The sometimes my computer freezes up and the microphone was not working. But I hope people are listening mm-hmm. now um, and uh, you are with us. So yeah, I, I know how me. computers are, so it's fine. <laughs> Rachel Cooper, you are running for the mayor of Hagerstown, yeah. and you are 34 years old. And you've been the subject of some media attention recently, and I want to talk. I want to go right into that, and let's talk about that. Um, okay. So let's start from let's start from the very beginning. And uh, you, okay. <clears throat> there was a Herald Mail article today that was written about you. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, and I did. I have read it. So, mm-hmm. I, and I do have to say, I've got to give. Um, the gentleman of the Herald Mail credit because he did write a two-sided article. It was not one-sided in the least, which was what I was concerned, but it was actually very two-sided and very respectfully done. So right. I have to, I do have to give him uh, respect for that. I do respect that. So <clears throat> as candidate for mayor, you decided, first of all, why did you decide to run? Because um, I've lived in the city for five years. I've seen a lot of things, and I've said, hey, this needs to change. Maybe this would help the city. And when I when I realized that it was um, another election season, I figured, why not throw my hat in the ring and basically put my money where my mouth is and, decide, and try to get into a position where I can change things that I would like to change. And, and basically... Um, give, um, see Hagerstown basically rise to its fullest potential is what I would really like to do. Well, it it is certainly a, whenever you put your name on a ballot, it, you know that scrutiny is coming. And, um, uh, yes. and it, it takes a, it takes a big person. It takes a lot to, to run for any public office. And it certainly mm-hmm. is it can be uh, be a lot of fun. You can learn a lot about yourself. But then there's articles like this today, and I've I've been there. I've been through it. I've had I, you know in my past there's mistakes that I've made that I have to explain. But mm-hmm. when this article was posted, uh, you have gotten a lot of flack. But I want to run through this piece by piece because okay. I want to have I want to give you the opportunity to tell your story and your narrative uh, because I think yes. oftentimes. You know, they don't get to hear directly from you. So in 2013, you claimed that you were wrongly convicted of animal cruelty, cruelty, and you planned to fight the convictions. And I'm just reading from the Herald Mail article. You were convicted twice in 2013 of six counts of animal cruelty. And then according Mm -hmm. to the the documents, um, Humane Society of Washington County officer entered your name uh, entered your North Cannon Avenue home, and then you, they found dogs with bones showing and numerous piles of feces in the kitchen and the living room, according to the court records. You want to respond to that? That, no, that was not um, 
true that what I was doing the best I could to care for my dogs, I was actually sitting at home minding my own business, and this woman comes and starts beating on my door, demanding to come in my house, and basically making me feel threatened and uncomfortable in my own home. And um, she said nothing at the time about um, um, removing my dogs. She said that one needed to go to the vet. She did have worms, which she was being treated for, and I was treating that. That's why she was a little bit thin because, as you know, when an animal has worms, it takes their nutri- the worms take the nutrition, and the dog actually is eating but doesn't get the nutrition because they have worms, and she was being treated for that. So and, you, um, you, you deny that, that, as the article described, that an officer entered your home and then found dogs with bones showing. Were any of your dogs malnutrition? Did they did they suffer from I, malnutrition? No, they were they were fed. Like I said, there was one that was um had some bones showing, but that was not because she was not being fed. It was because of the fact that she did have um worms and as I said she was being treated for that. Okay. And I did have an appointment for her and my other dogs the day after they were wrongfully seized from me. How many dogs do you have? Uh, now or, you or have? at the time? At the okay. time of the say. charges. Um, I did have um, six, and one I was training to be a service dog for me. And, so, and which adds a completely... Different legal issue right there. Completely, I could go. I could spend all. I could spend the next hour just going into that by itself. So <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone because uh, there's. I know there's other things that we need to talk about, and I don't want to spend the whole hour talking about one thing. So. <laughs> and you're at the time. Were you living at 444 Stratford Avenue in Hagerstown? No, I was not. No, I was not. Okay, so this is that's your current address. Yes, that's where and, I have been living for the past year and a half, yes. Now, Rachel, you were convicted under, under the name of Rebecca Cage, according to yes, the court records. And it's and in the article, the the um, the reporter writes that you changed your name to Rachel Cooper last year. Rachel, why did you change your name? Because that is my birth name. The reason I had changed my name initially um, to... Rebecca Cage, which is the name that this is under, um, is because I had an issue of identity theft back several years ago, and it and I was getting that sorted out, and I changed my name to make things easier on myself. And as I told the reporter from the Herald Mail, the timing was not um, um, there was nothing sinister or anything underhanded about the timing. It was just. I had noticed that things were were settled down as far as the other thing goes, and it was just the right time. So you decided and to it, change it. It was just the right time. Okay. And, but your birth name is Rebecca Cage. Is that correct? Um, no, sir. Rachel Cooper is my birth name. Rachel Cooper is your birth name? Yes, that is correct. Okay. So, but you were convicted under the name Rebecca Cage? Yes. That, yes. Yes. That is, that is accurate. Yes. Okay, so I'm just I'm just trying to so did your birth name was originally Rebecca Cooper. Now how did mm-hmm. it get changed? Okay. No, 
my name, I was born uh, Rachel Cooper, the name that I'm using, that I have now, that I'm running under, is my birth name. Okay. Um, Rebecca Cage is actually a pseudonym that I use when I write, and so I just made that my legal name. Okay, so on legal documents, <laughs> you would write Rebecca Cage, you know, if it, in the past, would your social security card or your driver's license show it, Rebecca it Cage? It, okay. Yes, it would. And once I went through the name change to go back to my birth name, um, I have changed those, since changed all those documents back to where they need to be. Does your family refer to you as Rachel or Rebecca? Rachel. Rachel, okay. Okay. There are some friends, I do have some friends, like in my, especially like in my um, religious community, my church community, that um, still refer to me as Rebecca because that's what I was going by when they met me. And I just change, I never change that. I just keep going, responding to both names because it's just easier and I don't, I don't want to cause any confusion there. <laughs> so... Okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't want there to be any confusion. So I've basically learned to answer to both. <laughs> well, so when you decided to run for mayor, you probably had a good idea. You okay? Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to get over cold. Sorry. Oh, that's Excuse okay. Me. Yeah. I'm, when you decided to run for mayor of Hagerstown, and this is your mm-hmm. first time running for any public office, is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. And from what I understand, I'm the only female that's ever run ever for the office of mayor. At least that's what I've heard. It. <laughs> okay, I, I can't verify that now, but I, we we we. I'll, I'll try to verify that. Nonetheless, um, I'm just looking at the document and that the article that was written today. Yes, um, you were charged with six counts of. Uh, it says animal animal cruelty by deprivation of necessary sustenance, six counts of animal cruelty for failing to provide nutritious food slash necessary medical care, and six counts of failure to vaccinate for rabies. And this is according to Washington County Circuit Court records. Um, the judge, the district judge, Ralph France, the second, he threw out the six counts of animal cruelty for failing to provide nutritious food and necessary medical care, saying they were duplicitous, mm-hmm. according to court records. And then you were convicted on February 27, 2013, of six counts of animal cruelty by deprivation of necessary sustenance and four counts of failure to vaccinate for rabies, according to the district court uh, records. And it said that you appealed the decision to the circuit, uh, to the Washington County Circuit Court, where you were convicted of the same charges on November 25th, 2013, later that year, according to the court record. So I I want yes. to, um, I, I'd like for you, uh, Rachel, to respond to that. Um, I'm sorry, respond to what now? I'm sorry, I had some, I had some background noise um, um, where I am, and I couldn't, I didn't quite hear exactly what you said. Can you repeat that, please? Could <laughs> sorry. You? Sure. Could you respond to the conviction and then your uh, appeal to the circuit court, which also... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure that I was responding correctly to what you were asking. I just wanted to make sure I didn't answer the wrong answer the wrong thing. But um, that it was um, convicted, and like I said, I mean, 
from the very beginning, I felt like the whole thing was stacked against me from the beginning because a lot of the evidence that I presented, my my attorney presented, was um, actually um, suppressed and not not even allowed to be heard, while all these inaccurate things against me were automatically um, put through. And when you say, Rachel, when you say inaccurate, what do you mean by that? Uh-huh. What 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 facts are missing? What piece of information should the city of Hagerstown know that was missing that may that you believe, according to you, have ca- has caused an injustice in this case? Because um, I was able to show that my animals had available food and water the day that um, they were taken, and there was there were some um, things going that were going on behind the scenes there before that happened that nobody has ever heard about and nobody knows about. And did you want to talk about that today or? Um, if I could, because I sure. think if I talked about that, it would make my claims make a lot more sense. Okay. If you know what I mean. Um, sure. Please. Because of the fact that um, at, at the time this happened, I had some um, someone living with me. Now, um, due to concerns for my um, personal safety, I... To, I do not want to name this, this um, other party on the air because to do, I believe to do so would um, compromise my personal safety, and I really don't w- really want to do that. Um, but um, I had another party living with me at that time when the Humane Society officer became involved. And they in immediately came up with a, at least a very close friend, friendly relationship, which, I mean, it may have been something more than that, which I suspect, but of course, like I say, that is just a suspicion that's not a proof. I have I, I have no proof of that, but um, they were at least in a very friendly, friendly they were very friendly to, with each other, and um she would um talking to the i i didn't find this out until later i mean i didn't know this at the time because obviously if i had i would have naturally stepped in and obviously done something about it but um she had um been talking to the woman from the humane society behind my back on numerous occasions and it's whenever they would talk, then she would show up at my house and cause problems for me. Okay. And, but see, I didn't realize this at the time. I didn't know at that particular point that there was a correlation between, that mm-hmm. this other thing was even going on. And even if I had known that the background conversations were going on, I would not have been able to correlate the two, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. <laughs> if that makes any kind of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So my my understanding is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I said there's a lot of these things that I may have to clarify, and that don't that don't make a lot of sense. So if you need me to clarify something, just 
don't hesitate to ask me, and I'll clarify anything that you need me to. Okay, sure. Um, now, my under- so to glean from what you just said, that you mm-hmm. had someone living with you, is that correct? Yes, as, as a roommate. A, okay, a roommate. And this person, yes. apparently, you believe, was talking behind your back to the Washington County Humane Society. Yes. And in effect... That is the reason why someone showed up to All your house. Happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> and right. as I said, I did not know at the time that this was going on because had I known at the time, I would have removed this person from my home before I actually did. Okay. I would have removed this individual from my home to protect my interests, basically. Oh. Okay, so, all right, so I'm going to move on to the next point of this article. Um, Okay. You you were, according to the records, you were sentenced to 319 days in jail, but they were suspended, and you were ordered to pay $400 in fines, of which were also suspended according to court records. Is that accurate? Um, yes. And oh goodness, sorry about sorry about that. Um, got this, heard something in the background here. Sorry. Um, as I was saying, that um, the Humane Society also tried to demand that I pay them a ridiculous amount of of restitution. Basically, they wanted me to reward them financially for what had been done to me, and um. It, it wasn't until I went to the circuit court that that got overridden and that got basically got tossed out. That was one of the few things that I could see in the whole thing that happened that was actually that actually was 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 right. Which was attorney that, that was happened? Do I know? Which attorney represented you throughout this case? Um. I'm not sure if I really want to reveal that information because he um he did um repre- been um go very far to protect me from a case that was stacked against me from the beginning but I'm not sure out of means of respect if I should reveal that information. Okay. Um, but I will say that I used the public defender's office. Okay, I will, so you I used, will say that. Okay, you used the, the but defender. so that means you did not hire a, a personal attorney out of your own pocket. You no, used... I, I couldn't afford it. I was unable to afford that. Okay. But and... I'm, I, I can say that the public defender that I was assigned to, um, at first, um, I my first public defender um, basically backed away from me after I refused to give in to the Humane Society, spend a, uh, give up a year of my life for in jail for something that was totally inaccurate in the, from the very beginning and um and give up custody of my dogs without a fight to them and okay. I was not willing to do that I basically told the state where they could what they could do with that idea and he backed away from me but actually that was probably a blessing in disguise because I did get the public defender that defended me very very vigorously through the remainder of the of the trial and actually promised me um when he first uh, when he first had my case 
that he was going to stick with me to the end and had some circumstances and was actually was true to his word on that and did not abandon me, stood by me 100% from the day he got my case until the day that the um, the appeal case ended. Okay, so um, now that you you were you were convicted, what were you convicted of a misdemeanor or were you convicted of a felony? It was misdemeanors. Okay, it so it was a misdemeanor. Okay, so no yeah, no there felonies. No, there were no felonies involved. There were no felonies involved. There, there okay. never were. Okay. After so at your sentencing, the article goes on to mm-hmm. say that the Judge Daniel Dwyer prohibited you from owning any mammals for three years. You were also sentenced mm-hmm. to three years of probation. The Humane Society officers took your dogs uh, when they went to your house on May 2nd, 2012, as part of your probation, and that the judge also ordered that your dogs would not be returned to you. Is that accurate? Yes. And Okay. I have, I, I mean, again, this is something that I cannot prove. Um, anybody who wants to ver- to come with fact to refute refu- my suspicion is more than welcome to. I actually challenge them to do so. They're more than welcome to. But I believe that the reason this happened, I believe that my dogs were killed not long after they were taken from me. I I have suspicions of that in half so have, for some time. You have no like said, idea about what happened to your pets after they were no. taken into custody. Okay. Did you try to find out? Yes, and they, I was intentionally blocked, which is why I believe. What do you mean you were intentionally I, blocked? They they deliberately blocked me from finding out any information. Okay. And that's why I believe. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. This is it's okay. Forgot my. We'll take our time with it. And still, this is very hard. This is still very hard oh, to I talk understand. about. It's like I know. It's still like an open wound. It's still like an emotional open wound after four years. And um, I um, I I have suspicions that they were killed not long after they were um, taken from me. Okay, you have suspicion that they were okay. Yeah, I, I you know, I I would have to, mm-hmm. I have to, I would have to find, I would have to independently try to confirm that. But I really hope not. Yes, I, I and like I not. said, I can't prove it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not like making an accusation or anything like that um, because I don't have proof to back it up. To I understand. make an accusation, you basically need proof to back it up, which I don't have that, and I readily admit that. Um, it is a suspicion. It is just. A, it is nothing more than a mere suspicion. Now, I understand, Rachel. On then the article says that on uh, tw- April. I'm sorry, August 24th, 2015, you filed a motion to terminate your probation after two years yeah. and seven months. Um, you said. You said that the motion uh, took good care. Uh, that you took good care of a cockatiel. And that you had been yes, regular- and I still have him. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's not trying to to <laughs> butt in on this conversation right now because usually when I get on the phone, he's usually making noise and trying to right. 
trying to make whoever's on the phone know that he's here. I understand. But, uh, and then you have been, the article says that you have been attending regular therapy sessions at Brook Lane, North Village, in Hagerstown, among the other terms of probation. Yes. So you were you were ordered to attend these therapy sessions. And uh, without going into too much detail, how are those sessions going? Actually, very well. Um, it's been helping. It, it has been helping me because I have been diagnosed. I, I am diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of everything that happened in this case. And um, I um, am afraid. I am always. I am constantly afraid because threats have been made against me, and in 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 the process of this case. Okay. Can I can I Hello? put you on hold for one second here, Ryan, please? Okay. I'm on the line with Rachel Cooper, who is running for mayor. Okay. Who has now... Sorry. Okay. Go I'm ahead. Sorry, uh, I had. I'm back. I had to kind of. Um, I had to kind of uh, quash the background noise. That's all. That's sorry. okay. I, couldn't, I was having um, a hard time hearing. So I wanted. I so you okay. were. I'm sorry. You were also uh, testing to be eligible for licensure as a cosmetologist in Maryland, yes. and you were concerned that your probation would prevent you from. Maintaining the license, and have you have you received your license? Yes, I have. Um, okay. I have received my license, and I am actually um, I actually do hair on the side, like for friends and and things and uh, and things of that nature. So yes, I was able to get my cosmetology license, and right. nothing got in the way. So. And you attended Hagerstown's Award Beauty School. Is that correct? Yes, sir, I most certainly did, and I graduated from there in August of last year, 2015. Well, congratulations. That is that is an oh, accomplishment. Um, and it took re- me a lot longer because um, I had to take a couple of leaves of absence due to um, this um, the stress put on me by this case and a couple of other personal issues. But I understand. I, I, I stuck with it, and I got it done. Now, the circuit... Uh, circuit court court file includes a letter from um, someone named Sue Pinion from um, Brook- yes, from Brook Lane of North Village, who said she yes. was working with you. And in the letter, it said that you did suffer from extreme anxiety, and you have a fragile sense of mm-hmm. safety. And I do. The, and the staff even though, at Brook- even though the case is largely over. The, um, it's just dealing with the aftermath. I still have a very, I'm still very, very hypervigilant and very afraid. What are you afraid of, Rachel? Um, basically, I am afraid. I have a service dog, and I am afraid to. I I take her with me when possible, but I don't even take her with me in public as much as I need to because I'm afraid of a repeat of what happened. Even though there's no reason, there was no reason for this to have happened back when it did originally. And I'm always afraid. Um, I can't, uh, because of my post-traumatic stress, I am afraid, like when people come to the 
people come to the door. I'm very hypervigilant when somebody comes to the door and there's somebody I don't know. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I was calling so you're afraid that... Sorry. Are you afraid that because of the charges and the subsequent convictions as they relate to animals, do you suffer the anxiety because you're afraid that someone will physically do harm to you or your, uh, you know, your property? I'm afraid of having, I am afraid of somebody physically do harm to me because at one point a um, officer of the Humane Society confronted me in the probation office and and basically in so many words said that if I tried to stop them from entering my property, he was going to come after me and hurt me. So, yes, I do have that fear of my physical safety, and I, I, I still to this day do. I, yeah. I, I carry mace with me whenever I leave the house. I'm not, I never, I have, I have mace that I never leave the house without because I'm always afraid, and I'm, I keep a close eye on my animal, my, my bird, as well as my service dog at all times because I am afraid that of this whole thing starting all over again. I and understand. I know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't survive it the same time. I barely survived it. If, if it wouldn't have been for my friends and my church community, I wouldn't have survived it the first time. You and say you have a service also, dog. What What do you use your service dog? Is it a? Do you have a? Because uh, I, because I have was diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Because of as a result, as a direct result of this of this case that is that was ongoing for four years. I understand. I want to ask you a question. So, you know, sure. a lot of times, in, in some cases, people like yourself and people like me who have had some past indiscretions, and um, we, I like to face something head on, and I like to tell people the facts and the truth, but mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't always translate into someone accepting that or, or to even possibly understanding um mm-hmm. and i knew and and then of course when you run for public office you put yourself out there in the public knowing mm-hmm. that you will be subjected to further scrutiny and i want to ask you when you ran for when when you decided to run for mayor did mm-hmm. you understand that now that you are a public figurehead because you're a candidate and there will uh-huh. be a, a giant spotlight on you and your life and your policies and your 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 you know your past decisions and everything in your life mm-hmm. is exposed. Did you think that running for the mayor of Hagerstown would cause you further anxiety? No, I mean it's not. I knew it would not because I was ready for it. I knew that this was going to happen. It. I mean that people were going to start digging into my past, but I mean it did take me a little off guard due to the fact that it did happen so quickly. But I, w- I wasn't in really anticipating it to happen, you know, until a little bit closer to the, you know, the primary election this kind of happened. Mm-hmm. But I am grateful for the fact that when the article come out, um, I was aware of it, and I was actually consulted, as I said, for... Um, for rebuttals of the of the information that was in the article, right. and and another thing that a lot of people don't know 
and this is something that is not this is not hearsay. This is something that I have a witness to and I mean I'm not gonna name my my witness because it's someone I know very well and has asked me not to um reveal their name on the air, so I'm I'm going to respect that and I'm not going to do that. But um it did um it was brought to my attention that a while ago that while this case was going on, um, the officer from the Humane Society was going. Um, by this time, the, the the person the person who had previously been living with me had moved out on me. Okay. And I and I actually had a different roommate at the time when all of this happened, who was um, did by someone in authority. Okay. That's a totally different matter. But, um. Now, I'm, I'm looking at a change.org petition that was written by you, and the, the title is Terminate Employment of Officer 4431 from Hagerstown PD. Do that's you want to comment on that's that? Something to, that's something totally okay. unrelated. Okay. That okay. is unrelated. Well, okay. <laughs> um, now, there's also a petition from change.org that writes, over the overturn of the conviction of Rebecca Cajun, you were petitioning then Governor Martin O'Malley, and you wrote yes. a a summary of the case, and you said that you had yes. been harassed by this organization, and assuming that would be okay. the the the, uh, the Humane Society of Washington County, um, yes, they would they would. Even after my my animals were removed, they would park outside my house and basically watch my every move. There was one point where I had walked up the street to get something to to eat for my roommate and I. I was actually getting ready to go out of town that day. Um, that um, that 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 evening, I was actually getting ready to leave and go out of town with my friend, with a friend. And um, I had gone and gotten breakfast, and the um, Humane Society van came up my street and proceeded to follow me all the way up to where I was, the, the restaurant where I had gone to get food, and sat in the parking lot outside. Mm-hmm. And you- I had photographic evidence at the time, which had has since been lost. But um, and I and they um, they were um and did not move until I had started back up the street. Okay. You you said that in the petition home. in the petition you wrote that you've been unable to obtain gainful employment in your community due to the slander of your name and that is caused by the persecuting parties involved in the case. And then you send mm-hmm. the circuit court judge who was biased from day one against you, extorted her, you in court by threatening you with wrongful arrest, arrest if you did not bow to the Humane Society and allow them to harm her animals. Did you want to respond to that? Um, I, I'm sorry. Just one second. Okay. Um, they they did threaten me to throw me in jail if I did not give up custody of my dogs to them, and that's. Another reason that I believe that my animals had been basically were no longer living at that point, and right. they were trying to keep me from finding that out because 
they knew that rightfully, had I known, had had I been able to prove that, I would have made a case out. Right. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. Uh, obviously. But uh, again, like I said, I want to state again for the record, that is a suspicion. If anyone would like, has evidence that, act, tangible proof that can refute that, I invite them to present that. I welcome that. Okay. I want to, I want to talk a little bit. I don't believe that they can refute that, but if they want to and can have actual verifiable proof that my suspicion is incorrect, I will back off that suspicion. Okay. Now... Publicly. I will do so publicly. Since the article has been released uh, yesterday evening, um, Mm -hmm. do you have do you have access to Facebook? Obviously, you Um, do. Yes, I do. Okay. They posted. I do have a um, mail page. Okay. The Herald Mail posted your the article that was written about you, and I'm not Mm going to read some of the comments because they're 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 not favorable, and they're not. And trust me. On a public page like the Herald Mail and news site, um, people people tend to uh, you know they read the article or they read the headline, and um, you know they see that. So basically, can- people were bashing me online, basically. Well, yes, and I mean, and they said some have said that that they can't believe that you would have the nerve to run for mayor, um, and that they they've called you several disparaging names and. Um, some have defended you, not many, but some. Um, some have said that you could be... And I want to say to those who have stood up for me, I don't know who they are, but I want to thank them and and tell them that I appreciate it, that I appreciate their support. And the ones well, that are saying negative things about me obviously don't know the truth, don't want to know the truth, and are on that, that bandwagon. No, I understand. And it's... But I think that you know some people in our in, in the Washington County community who see a story like that they they and they take to Facebook and um, I'm very inquisitive because I think everybody has a story everybody has a narrative and people may not always uh, want to hear the other side mm-hmm. and um, you know and the facts are the facts and of this also, case. people think that uh, this is something else that I would like to bring up um, that um, people think that they. Humane Society is flawless, but if they would do their research and watch um, the news, as I do religiously, um, they would know that um, a year or two, year, year and a half ago, that um, maybe even two, maybe maybe even, maybe even back two years ago, there was a um, um, that, a lawsuit against the Humane Society of Washington County, and that they had. Um, that they had um 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 that they had um yeah no I I know the law animals too. within the facility but I don't yeah. want to I, I don't want to talk about that so I they're going to sit there and try to um swing mud against people like me when I have never laid a hand on an animal and in a, in a harsh way and done the things that they were that were brought to light in that lawsuit. I understand. I, I want just, just to be in all fairness, I wanted to um, bring that up as well because that is 
that is another part of the story that a lot of people tend to avoid. Your your they reputation and conveniently block that out. They should sto- conveniently block that out. <laughs> a story like this, a story like this that is now released in yep. the newspaper, um, it can cause harm to your reputation. Have you been asked about this case, and and what is your response? Um, I have been um, not publicly been asked about this case, but I will say that um, I have a um, act an action in an active action against the parties involved um, in the court active in the court system at currently it is actually active in the court system and. I do tend to use this article not against the Herald Mail because, as I said, I I do not believe that the Herald Mail was wrong in posting this. I I have a suspicion of who leaked it to them, and that's why I'm going to use the article um, as further evidence in the other legal action. Okay. um, Well, so... I, I, I'm hoping. I, I I think that's what you're asking. If I if I got off topic, it, it I is. <laughs> Are you? I want to ask you this honest question. And okay, do you believe? Are you completely innocent in this? Do you? Are have you? The charges are there. You see what they say. You went through this process. You went through the court system, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are are you know they read this and see that you were convicted of it, but. Um, were you guilty? Did you do any of what um, was what was stated no, in the case I file? Not, I, no, there was not any accuracy to any of that. Um, I have always done the best I can in regards to my animals. I mean, anybody that wants to say otherwise, I challenge them to come and meet with me and see my two animals that I have now and how well I take care of them and that they want for absolutely nothing. There's a certain I layer of sensitivity. someone to meet with me. No, and I hope that people and, take you up on that. And there's a certain layer of sensitivity, especially around animals. There's a, there's, I'm an animal lover myself. We have a, we have a, mm-hmm. uh, a kitten that we adopted from, um, uh, a, a a shelter, um, and we we did, we love animals. Mm-hmm. And I I had volunteered some time with the Washington County Humane Society. Uh, they do several annual events, and um, the people that I have met there have been very good. Um, and I'm sorry that if you had a negative experience, and it it sounds like you obviously did, but you and can understand. What fear? What makes me fear is. The person who made the physical threats against me is actually still working out there, okay. so, which does not lead very well to my feelings of security. Okay, so you think that someone from the Humane Society is still out there? Are you willing to name this person? I would not. I would prefer not to because, okay. like I said, threats have been made, and I don't want to say anything that could put my personal safety or the safety of my my animals at risk. Okay. I don't their safety is even more of a of a priority to me even than my own. Because do you, I if somebody tries to do something to me, I have means to um 
I can put up a fight, you know, I can fight back. You know, if somebody comes and tries to physically assault me, I I can fight back. If somebody tries to hurt one of my animals, they can't fight back. They depend on me to protect well, I think, them. I think there's people in the community, they're probably questioning why you ran for mayor knowing that this was a a relatively, as you described, this is still sort of the an open wound. And there hasn't been a whole it, lot of It will time. be. It's going to be... I can be 90 years old and this is still be an open wound to me. Because, oh, I understand. I mean, I understand. people don't understand what I went through when I lived through. Yeah. Um, well, I want you to tell... I, I want you to tell your narrative. Tell uh, you, you, You've talked a lot about on... Sorry, sorry. This is something funny. My dog just stole my hot dog. Oh. My dog just stole my hot dog. <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I had to laugh about that. I'm sorry. That was that was very funny. I had laughed about that. <laughs> Didn't mean um, to interrupt the interview. No, no, it's fine. Sorry about that, but that was funny. No, no worries. Um, I, 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 and I needed that right now. <laughs> there's, there, so there's going to be a lot of people probably out there now that are going to second guess your candidacy, and they see that they, you have this in your background, and they mm-hmm. they may not trust you, or they may not feel if if you are. I mean, the mayor of Hagerstown is a is a big job, and you're working with mm-hmm. the council. You're pushing through policy and legislation, and you're you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to to carry out a vision for the city of Hagerstown, which needs a little help right now, I believe. And uh, yes, they have I done believe so great too. Things. That's one of the reasons I'm running. So what what are you going to say to your detractors that say you shouldn't even be running, you should be disqualified, or that you're not fit for office? What's your response? That basically, um, you that the, what I would say to them is what I have said to people in the past few days that have started in on me because of this coming out. Um, that you, that that. A candidate for office may need to be looked at based on what their vision and the the platform that they're running on, and not by something that's inaccurate and slanderous in their past. That should not even have a bearing on it, because I have a very strong policy that I'm running on, and. Um, the policy that I'm running on would actually actually will have a very positive effect, I believe, in Hagerstown um, now and in the future. And my past um, that um, people were trying to, um, the Humane Society slandering me four years ago and up until now should really have no bearing on that because, um, one, they're not city anyway. Their county is completely unrelated to a city race, for one thing. And two, that has absolutely no bearing whatsoever on my vision for the city of Hagerstown. Well, some people might say that since this is in your past and uh, that you aren't fit for office, that this is something that is disqualifying and... um, how 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 do you respond to that? That is completely that is um discriminating and it's basically it's wrong because as I said before, 
my past and my um the um what the 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 things that I was a victim of in the past have no bearing on my race. Had I been, it would be one thing if we're talking about something that would be disparaging for the city, like somebody who was like um, guilty of like drug charges or assault or something like that. No, it's something that wasn't even accurate. The only reason I was convicted is because I the my the evidence to my innocence was not was suppressed and um i can say again this is this is suspicion anyone who who has um concrete knowledge to refute this is more than welcome to and i will not get angry at someone if they do refute me here because again this is another suspicion i have strong belief that um up until um the um the deliberation in the um here in the circuit court trial that the jury was unbiased but i believe during somewhere during the deliberation point something i don't know what happened and i state this on something that i that was heard out in the public let me jump in what do you want was, the city of let me jump in let me what do you want the city of sure. Hagerstown to know about you and what you want to do for the city of Hagerstown. Okay. Um, what I want to do for the city of Hagerstown is I want to um, basically start a whole new um, a whole new era for the city of Hagerstown. I want to to come one of the, the two main points that I'm running my campaign on are I want to um create more after-school activities for the kids in the city of Hagerstown because I believe that a lot of the um, issues, you see a lot of um, stories about um, our t- teenagers and our youth in the city um, went and come running into trouble and things and running afoul of the law and things like that. Um, and the ones that do that is, are because I believe is because there's not a lot for kids to do really in the community when they're not in school. You see them, you see them, you know. I mean, yes, they have Valley Mall there, yes, and they can walk around the mall, obviously, yes. But that's that's, um, and there are, I'm sure, a few other things. But one of the things that I would like to do in my, um, if I, um, if I am my campaign is successful, is to work with other um, places like um, in the city of Hagerstown to come up with some after-school fun, low-cost after-school activities for the kids in um, Hagerstown to get into um, to keep them from, you know, walking around, walking, walking the streets and, and like in the evenings, in the afternoons, like, like you tend to see sometimes. Okay. So you want to strengthen after-school programs. You want to make sure that the city yes, is, is safe. Yes, we just have a um, we have that new um, facility that new that seems like very fun. I haven't tried it out myself yet, but I do I do um, would like to try that in the near future. Um, is the new trampoline park that we have out there um, out by um, where the NBA has their um, inspection center? I believe it's out 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 that way. 
um, that is like a business that um, a, a organization that I would approach to work with the city to come up with um, some new um, some actual um, programs, maybe like some after school hours where they kids can come in there and fool around and cut up and burn off energy in an environment that is that is safe, basically. Right. Okay. That is a safe environment. Okay. And another issue that's uh, very personal is very personal to me is the homeless issue in Hagerstown because we have a lot of people that live in the that live in the woods. I mean, yes, yeah. they have the and during the winter you have the mission, you have reach, and those are excellent resources. But there's there's so I believe there's so many that there's only so much that those organizations are able to do with the funding that they have. One thing I would like to do is basically to try to provide some extra extra funding to those organizations and to create a program to work with some of the local housing in the area and to work with people who are homeless to get them some jobs and have them come bringing in steady income. Okay. That um and find them transportation to and from jobs so that they can become functioning um self sufficient so, members of the community. I believe quick, a lot you... of these people want to do that but they just don't have the means. Right now you're you're a delivery driver for uh Good Guys Restaurant Delivery. They deliver for restaurants um, in their system who don't – you're a third-party delivery system, and you do yes. that as well as work at FedEx. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm very busy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And you're planning to attend the mayoral forums that are going to come up in the future. Is that correct? Um, I am. I actually have already RSVP to one um, by the League of Women Voters, which is, I believe, going to be like later on towards the end of the month, like the 25th, 26th, something like that, okay. uh, down at the library. So I have RSVP'd that. That's good. Yeah. That is great. And so we have about two minutes left, and it's going to cut us off. But um, oh, wow. I want you to finish this out. Uh, tell people what okay. what you want them to know about who you are. I... I'm someone who is passionate about the city of Hagerstown, who wants to bring the city to its fullest potential, and because of the what the pain that I have suffered in the past, I believe it makes me a stronger person and someone who will fight even harder to bring the city to the glory that it that it shows the great potential to have. Right. And if if I'm elected mayor, I will work very hard with the city council to um, come up with programs to assist the community. And I will have an open-door policy. People will be able to come to me with, with any problems, suggestions, and I'll do everything I can to um, to help the, the um, citizens of the city of Hagerstown. Okay, Rachel Cooper, uh, 34 years old, running for mayor of Hagerstown, um, was the subject of some media attention just today. Um, Rachel, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show to talk about your 
your uh, the, the case and to to give an mm-hmm. in depth, uh, really personal disclosure about what had happened. And I know that that takes a lot of courage to do. You're putting this out in public. Uh, you are. And I you're, appreciate you reaching out to me and giving me the opportunity to tell my side of the story in full. And Absolutely. like I said, there was a lot of things that were that had not come to light until now. The, the primary I is had the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. I the primary is April 26 um and we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, Rachel. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate uh-huh. it. Bye. All right, bye.